great morning. You're listening to episode 41 of the Book Morning Podcast. And today, I'm reviewing Adam Grant's book, Give and Take, Why Helping Others Drives Our Success. Hey everyone, I'm your host, Chris Cardona, and welcome to the Book Morning Podcast. If this is your first time listening, then thanks a lot for coming. One of my favorite quotes in life by Warren Buffett is the best investment you can make is an investment in yourself. The more you learn, the more you'll earn. And that is exactly the goal I have for this podcast, to continue expanding my life, learning from the best mentors and examples of success in the world, both living and not, through their stories and books, to achieve the successful life we ourselves and our families deserve. The Book Morning Podcast is produced daily for your enjoyment, where I bring you my takeaways, gold nuggets, and summaries from some of the best books I read and study every day. Show notes can be found at www.bookedmorning.com. Are you all ready? Well, let's get the show started. Early on in our lives and in school, we've been taught that to succeed, we must be competitive against others. On our journey to achieving our goals in life, we often come across individuals who seem to only care about themselves, whether it may be family, friends, coworkers, bosses, or even employees. There are those who completely brush off the needs of those around them. They seem to only care about money, status, and being admired by others. They often promote themselves and focus on I rather than we. We all know that to really succeed, it takes interacting with others. We all know the power of reciprocity. Gary Vaynerchuk built his wine empire into a $60 million business by helping people. But there are different reciprocity styles that we employ in our careers and in business. Adam found that most of us operate as givers, matchers, or takers. So let's first learn a quick breakdown of Adam's three reciprocity styles. Takers, they are those who focus on getting more from them than they give. From their taking mindset, they either are uber careful so they don't get taken advantage of or cutthroat so they can get as much as possible from others by any means necessary. They say, if I don't look out for myself, no one else will. Matchers are those who believe in quid pro quo. They operate with the principle of fairness. When they do favors, they expect a favor of equal value later on. On the receiving end, they normally feel indebted to those who did them good. They say, I'll do it if I'm pretty sure I'll get something in return. Givers are those who are other-focused. They don't weigh the pros and cons of others. Instead, they give without keeping score. Simply put, givers seek to enrich the lives of people they interact with, As Grant writes, if you're a giver, you simply strive to be generous in sharing your time, energy, knowledge, skills, and ideas, and connections with others who can benefit from them. They believe, I'm happy to share my time and energy with those who can benefit. Adam shares a very interesting study with those three styles in mind. A study about engineers, med students, and salespeople revealed that those who gave the most and helped others committed more mistakes, were statistically less productive, and also the lowest grades, basically occupied the lowest statistics. But as they reviewed the data more, 
they found something very interesting. Givers also dominated the top of the stats. Adam then goes into how each style contributes to our personal and professional lives and how, in the end, giving wins the day. So let's dive into my key takeaways from this eye-opening book. In Adam's research, he found that in our workplace, most of us tend to be matchers, partly due to our conditioning growing up, believing that work and our career are zero-sum game. And most of us are skeptical of takers and don't want to be taken advantage of or make ourselves vulnerable to be taken advantage of. This then creates a harmful work culture that only promotes staying with the status quo. I think we can all sense what takers value the most. But Adam points out some things that we may not realize about takers. We often find that takers are often punished by society by spreading their bad reputation or actively pushing them down, excluding them or not sharing valuable information to them. We need to understand that takers' demeanor and agreeableness isn't always a reliable factor to determining their giving nature. We often find there are givers who are disagreeable or takers who are agreeable. We've become very skeptical because often takers try to disguise themselves as givers, but we can see past that and see how poor their attitudes are towards their peers and subordinates and feel their ego rise above everything they do. Takers then like taking credit because they only see their pain and contributions and not of others. If we find ourselves in this group, we need to be aware of this and take into consideration what our colleagues are going through and try to find some similar situations in the past that can allow us to relate to them and consider things from their perspective. Now that we have some ideas of uh, matchers and takers, but what about givers? Those of us who are givers tend to focus on the success of the group rather than ourselves. Leaders with this style inspire trust in themselves and create a culture where ideas are shared without fear of being taken advantage of. Adam shares a story about President Abraham Lincoln, one of my personal favorites. President Lincoln was a giver, known to be among the least self-centered U.S. presidents. When he first ran for Senate, he gave up his second-place position to support the third-place candidate to defeat the first-place candidate. He believed this was better for the state. Um, when he won presidency, Lincoln gave cabinet seats to his Republican opponents, where a matcher might reciprocate allies, supporting them by appointing them, and a taker would have appointed yes-men to build their power. Lincoln believed he had no right to deprive the country of the services of the best men. We find that giving is contagious. Giving creates an environment where people are comfortable and also know that takers will not exploit them. Since most of us are matchers, this will create the positive giving culture that we need in our organizations and businesses to have. Adam encourages us to promote a giving culture by publicly rewarding giving behaviors and creating a reciprocity ring by setting low bars for giving and making giving a value that is public and expected. This will shield us from takers who will have to cooperate or appear unhelpful and finally weeding them out of our organizations. As we can see, giving is great value in a culture to create, but Adam warns us of potential pitfalls 
and some of his recommendation to overcome them. A pitfall that we need to be aware of is that givers tend to shy away from advocating for themselves out of fear of offending others. We feel most effective when we advocate for others since it completely aligns with our giving nature. Adam found that givers are prone to burnouts if they practice only selfless giving. So in order to overcome this, we need to make the impact of our giving very clear and maybe consider giving in chunks by helping others in specific slots of time so that we can still get our work done. Some other strategies that Adam recommends to be successful givers is to be otherish. Being otherish means being willing to give more than you receive, but still keeping your own interests in sight, using them as a guide for choosing when, where, how, and to whom you give. As a giver, you need to recognize that some people operate like takers. They're so self-focused that they will take what they can and move on. So we need to be systematic in how we help others, pay more attention to who's asking us, pay attention to how they treat us, and make a list of reasons why we can say no. As givers, we need to keep our own interest in the rear view mirror, taking care to trust, but verify. When dealing with takers, shifting into matcher mode is a self-protective strategy. Practicing powerless communication is another strategy of successful givers by asking questions, signaling vulnerability, and seeking advice. This reduces ego tension, which helps us gather more information and makes us more of an effective communicator. Takers, on the other hand, practice powerful communication to dominate the scenario, which makes them seem more authoritative, but closes counterparties off from fear of retribution. In the end, Adam finds that givers end up more successful by building better reputations and more useful networks. Givers are always adding value to their networks by fostering connections and knowledge sharing between others. This allows them to accumulate significant knowledge and experience by helping other people. Givers get exposed to new domains and novel new problems. And over time, this can accrue to become affordable cross-disciplinary knowledge advantage. This was a very eye-opening book, backed up with extensive empirical research and colorful anecdotes. Adam Grant builds a compelling argument that becoming a giver is the best way to approach our relationships. I highly recommend you read this book if you want to improve the relationships you have in business and the culture of your organization. Allow me to leave you with this final thought. Let's remember that people fit into one of the three reciprocity styles. Givers like to give more than they get paying attention to what others need. Takers like to get more than they give, seeing the world as a competitive place and primarily looking out for themselves. And matchers balance and give on a quid pro quo basis, willing to exchange favors, but careful about not being exploded. So adopt a giving attitude. If this isn't your natural orientation, start with small giving behaviors to people you care about. Ask in every interaction, how can I help you? Make your giving reputation known. This will increase reception by people approaching you, no matter which of the three styles they belong to. And to avoid burnout from giving, make the impact of people's work tangible. And let's apply the five-minute favor. If you can help someone with, within five minutes, then do so. 
give honest feedback and make introductions. And finally, giving is contagious. By becoming a giver, you slowly infuse others with the same collaborative sharing values. This then translates to a lot more for everyone in the long run. Thank you so much for your time today. I highly encourage you to please connect with me. Please do share, subscribe, leave a rating and review. I very much appreciate your honest feedback, which helps me continue to provide impactful content that I hope you will find valuable. And remember, a book a day keeps failures at bay. Until next time, thank you and have a success-filled day.